Hello and welcome to Counselling Conversations with Julie, brought to you by Beyond the Surface Counselling, a podcast where we look through the lens of counselling to help you improve your relationships, life and look for ways to live a more healthy and fulfilling life. In today's episode, we are talking about relationship conflict. What makes a healthy relationship? We've all been there in the beginning, so exciting. We are so in love as the love hormone oxytocin is surging through our bodies. We're floating on air practically. The heady, intoxicating feeling when you hear from someone or you see that person, the one. You can't keep your hands off each other and want to spend every minute with your partner. Your relationship travels along for a few years. The intensity is no longer there but you are in a comfortable pattern. You know each other well. You work well together as a couple. And by now, you may have children together. Life is busy. You are working, raising a family, paying the mortgage or you're renting, finding the money and trying to fit all your family's commitments into your calendar. There might be sporting events, friend catch-up, birthday parties, washing, washing, sorry, washing, (laughs) cooking, Ironing, I was thinking of ironing um, because I can't believe I actually said ironing as I haven't owned one for 25 years and iron. However, I know ironing is important to some people. Phew, I'm exhausted just saying all of those things that need to fit into a day, a week, a month, a year and over a lifetime. If you notice, I did not even mention working on your couple's relationship. How the heck do you fit that in into a never-ending growing list of to-dos? And then one day you look at your partner and you realise when was the last time we had alone time? When did we really sit down and talk about just us? Not children, nor bills or other relatives, just solely focused on your relationship. And then you start to think, we have nothing in common anymore. Or they don't love me like they used to. You start to look for problems and you may even start to look for faults in each other. You may bicker, and as the relationship is changing, it might start to feel a bit of a tit for tat. You say something negative about your partner, and they retort back with, well, you did this. At this stage, your relationship is in crisis. The four horsemen have entered your relationship. Relationship expert John Gottman coined the term the four horsemen in relationships that are in conflict identifying when the four horsemen has turned up in your conflict discussions is a necessary first step to eliminating them and replacing them with a healthy productive communication pattern. So let's look at each of the four horsemen. The first one is criticism. Criticizing your partner is different from offering feedback or critique or voicing a complaint. Offering feedback or voicing a complaint focuses on a specific issue, whereas criticism attacks attacks your partner's character. It is important to learn the difference between expressing a complaint and criticising. For example, I was worried when you were running late and didn't call me. I thought we had agreed that we would do that for each other. Or, you only think of yourself and not how your behaviour affects other people. You're being selfish and not thinking about me. You never think of me. Can you recognise the difference? 
If you identify the second example as a criticism, you're well on your way to changing your communication pattern. If criticism is not recognised in a relationship, it becomes greater in intensity and paves the way for far more harmful horsemen to appear, contempt. Contempt, when we communicate in a state of contempt, we are openly mean. We belittle, disrespect, mock, we use sarcasm. We name call, we may possibly mimic the other person through words or body language. The object of contempt is to make the other person feel worthless and detested. Contempt goes one step beyond criticism. While criticism attacks the other person's character, contempt assumes a position of superiority over them. Contempt is fueled by long-standing negative thoughts about their partner things you may not have dealt with over the years. Contempt might sound like your partner when your partner comes home from work and you mention you are tired. And they respond, you're tired? You don't even know what tired means. All you've done all day is sit around the home while I've been hard at work. Boo-hoo for you. All you do around here is sit on the lounge and watch TV. What use are you? You're pathetic. And when, when you do that, I don't even find you attractive anymore. The next one is defensiveness. Defenses, defensiveness is usually a response to criticism. We have all been defensive at some stage in our relationships. However, this horseman is nearly predominant when relationships are unstable and on the rocks. We feel picked on and unjustly accused. We scramble for excuses and play an innocent victim so our partner will back off. Unfortunately, this strategy is almost never successful. Our partners know our excuses tell them we're not invested in their concerns and we're not taking responsibility for our mistakes. For example, hey, did you pick up the cake for tonight's party as you promised? Defensive response would sound something like, me, you know how busy I've been all day today. You knew that this morning. I didn't get time. Why didn't you just pick it up? You were out anyway. This conversation example not only is defensive, but the partner has reversed the blame on the other person to make it their fault. On the other hand, a non-defensive response would sound something like the other person is expressing their acceptance of the responsibility, admitting they were at fault, and understanding from your partner's perspective, such as, oh, oops, sorry, yes, that's my fault, I forgot to get the cake. I meant to ask you this morning if you wouldn't mind getting it. That's okay, I'll go and get one now. It is perfectly understandable to defend yourself if you feel attacked or under stress. However, this approach doesn't usually have the desired results. Defectiveness will escalate the conflict if the partner criticising does not apologise or back down. This is because defensiveness is really putting the blame on your partner. This approach doesn't allow for productive and healthy conflict discussions. These are discussions and some things you will not agree on. So it's not, it's not a resolution. Stonewalling is the fourth horseman, which is usually a response to contempt. Stonewalling occurs when one partner, the listener, 
shuts down, withdraws or stops responding to their partner. This can happen in face-to-face conversations as well as in email or text messages. Rather than being upfront and confronting the issues that are being presented in the relationship, the partner who stonewalls uses evasive moves such as turning away, acting busy or saying they are busy, tuning out or engaging in other distracting behaviours that then lead them away from contact with their partner. The gathering of these three horsemen takes time and in that time negativity is created that can be so overwhelming that stonewalling appears the only out. However, this frequently becomes a behavioural habit. Stonewalling is a difficult habit to stop as it stems from feeling physiologically and psychologically overwhelmed. When in these states, we can no longer discuss things rationally. If you feel like you or your partner is stonewalling during a conflict, stop the discussion and ask your partner for time out or a time break. Agree to re-engage in the discussion after you both have grounded yourself and are in an optimal, calm, physiological and psychological state. So how do we tame these and harness these four horsemen? Well, being able to identify the four horsemen in your conflict discussions is the first step to eliminating them. However, this knowledge is not enough. Driving away destructive, unhelpful communication and conflict patterns must be replaced with healthy, productive ones. To tame and harness the four horsemen, the following antidotes might be helpful. When criticism appears, use a gentle start-up instead. Use terminology as it feels like I'm doing all the heavy lifting in this relationship. Express the positive needs. It sounds like I'm doing all the work. When contempt appears, try and flick that around and use appreciation to remind yourself of your partner's great qualities. Find gratitude for positive actions. When defensiveness appears, take responsibility, listen and accept your partner's perspective. After all, it's their perspective. You might not feel it is right, however, it is their perspective. And offer an apology for your part in the conflict. And stonewalling. Find something that's self-soothing. Take that break and do something physiologically and psychologically soothing and mindful. All relationships have conflict. And even the most successful ones. Conflict is unavoidable. And conflict is not a problem. The problem lies in how we manage the conflict. Learning to manage conflict in healthy, productive ways provides opportunities for growth and understanding with your partner. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have found Counselling Conversations with Julie helpful. If you think this is this podcast would help someone you know or love, please share, like, follow and subscribe to my podcast. In addition, if you have something on your mind or a possible question, click the link in the bio. What's on your mind? Until next time, be kind and gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm.